is Valentine Getoho. Today we are going to talk about the word in season on how can one create wealth and avoid making it an idol. I received three questions with regard to finances, which I'll take over the next three sessions. They're self-reflection questions. That which I've just shared, how can I create wealth and avoid making it an idol? And then the second one is, how can I strike balance between loving God and money? And finally, is it Christian to say, I want to make lots of money? Let's go back to our scripture, which is guiding our thoughts, which is 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17 in the New Living Translation, that all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. And God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every work. Remembering also what the Lord tells us in Hebrews 4.12. In NIV it says, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. So let us be open and let the Lord judge our thoughts and attitudes through his word and also teach us the way out. So the question today is how can one create wealth and avoid making it an idol? Let's understand what wealth creation is. It's ultimately the process of creating and building a stable source of sustenance so that one would not have to struggle to make ends meet. Another definition is it is an accumulation of assets, especially those that generate income over a long period of time. A major example of wealth creation is a retirement plan. Let's start with a question on how do we create wealth? God gave this warning to the Israelites as they came through the desert and were now approaching the promised land in Deuteronomy 8, 10 to 18 on how they create wealth. And I'll read it from the NIV version. When you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God, failing to observe his commands, his laws, and his decrees that I'm giving you this day. Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, and when your hearts and flocks grow large and your silver and gold increase and all you have is multiplied, then your heart will become proud and you'll forget the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Verse 15, he led you through the vast and dreadful wilderness, that thirsty and waterless land and its venomous snakes and scorpions. He brought you water out of hard rock. He gave you manna to eat in the wilderness, something your ancestors had never known to humble and test you so that in the end it might go well with you. Verse 17, you may say to yourself, my power 
and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. Verse 18, but remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant, which we saw to your ancestors as it is today. So how can one create wealth and avoid making it an idol? Verse 10 tells us, be grateful and praise the Lord daily for the wealth he has given you. Be grateful and praise the Lord daily for the wealth he has given you. Verse 11 says, don't forget to seek him for wisdom on how to create wealth and use it. Every single day when you wake up and you're healthy and you're well, that means that the Lord has made you be able to go out and make some wealth. You can be in bed, you can be unwell, you can have some form of illness or have somebody within the house that makes you unable in your family, that makes you unable to go out and make wealth. So that's why we need to be grateful. We need to be grateful and praise the Lord and forget and don't forget to seek his wisdom on how to create that wealth because he only knows how you need to make that money. He only knows the ways that are right for you that he had planned in advance for you. And then he also tell you how to use it. Let me give you some examples. We think about Abraham and Lot. And we, if you read Genesis 13, and this is the whole issue about how Abraham and Lot became so, so wealthy. In verse 2, in Genesis 13, we read, Abraham had become very wealthy in livestock and in silver and gold. And in verse 5, now Lot, who was moving about with Abraham, also had flocks and herds and tents. They become very, very wealthy. And the issue came because the land around could not support them while they were staying together. For their possessions were so great that they were not able to stay together. In verse 6, and quarreling started. So Abram said to Lord, let's not have any quarreling between you and me or between your herders and mine, for we are close relatives. Is it not the whole land before you. Let's part the company. Let's part company. If you go to the left, I'll go to the right. If you go to the right, I'll go to the left. And we know what happened, that Lot chose the land that was looking really nice, well watered, like the garden of the Lord. And that land, we're told in verse 12, was near Sodom. And we know what happened about Sodom in Genesis 19.1, how Two angels arrived at Sodom in the evening and Lot was sitting in the gateway of the city. Choices guided and governed by the lusts of flesh, the lusts of the eye, or the pride of life, and do not consult God, cannot expect God's presence with them, nor his blessing upon them. The other point is that the wealth that you create is his anyway. And we read this in verse 10b of the reading that we read in Genesis chapter 8. And also in Psalm 24 verse 1, that the earth is the Lord's and all and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. So remember that all that wealth that you're creating, you're creating you as his vessel. Not only are you his vessel, 
Not only do you belong to the Lord, but also the world, the land, everything that you are using, the sun, if it is rain, everything comes from him. It all belongs to him anyway. Verse 12 to 16 tells us, remember, that is in Genesis 8. Remember your journey with him continually in creating this world. The many ups and downs along the way and how he took you through them and provided for you. When you become wealthy, don't forget who has helped you, even when you didn't have any. You managed to survive. You managed to live just like it happened to the Israelites. Then in Genesis 8, 17, do not idolize yourself. 8 verse 17, it says, you may say to yourself, my power and strength, the strength of my hands have produced this wealth. No. He gave you that power. He gave you that strength to produce that wealth. Genesis 8 verse 18 tells us, remember it is God who gives you the ability to create wealth. He gives you the mind, the body, and the soul. And we know that in Solomon. In 1 Kings 3, 10 to 14, when Solomon was asked, what would you like uh, by God as he started his rulership? And he just said he wanted a designing spirit. But the Lord told him, let me tell you, Solomon, in verse 11. So God said to him, since you have asked for this and not for long life or wealth for yourself, nor have asked for the death of your enemies, but for discernment in administering justice, I will do what you have asked for. Us, I will give you a wise and designing heart so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there be ever be. Moreover, I'll give you that you've not asked for both wealth and honor so that in your lifetime you have no equal among the kings. And we know what happened to Solomon. Everything his eyes desired, he got. He went on and accumulated much more. But he also did something that was wrong. As Kings 11, 1 to 6, we learned that as Solomon grew old, foreign wives whom the Lord had forbidden for them to marry started taking his heart away from God and he started worshiping other gods. He was no longer fully devoted to the Lord his God as he was supposed to do. And that brought confusion. In fact, uh, in verse 6, it says, in First Kings eleven six, 6, it says, So Solomon did, did evil in the eyes of the Lord. He did not follow the Lord completely as David, his father, had done. When we are divided, when our hearts are divided, when our other actions divide us, when we make idols of other things, then we come to a point like Solomon got to in Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 4 to 11, with all the wealth that we have. And we say everything was meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Nothing was gained under the sun. And he finally says, with all this wealth, I only wish that I did that which was right. And he says in Ecclesiastes 12, 13, now all has been hard. And here's the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commands for this is the duty of man. Therefore, how can one create wealth and avoid making it an idol? Remember, God is the source of all wealth and give him thanks and praise. He gives you the ability daily to create wealth. Allow the Holy Spirit to guide you on how you make and use that wealth. Learn how to be content always in him, whether in wealth or not. And you sincerely can say, 
Like Paul says in Philippians 4.12, I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. Or like Job says in Job 1.20-22, and you know that Job was very, very wealthy and he lost his children and he lost his wealth. But at the end of the day, in verse 21, we say he says, naked I came from my mother's womb and naked I will depart. And that will happen to each one of us. And he said, the Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. In all this, Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you so much for you are the one who gives us the ability to create wealth. We surrender ourselves to you. We surrender ourselves completely to you, that, Lord, you will guide us and lead us in showing us how to create that wealth, how to use it to the honor and glory of your name, how never, ever to make it an idol, but to follow your leading in every single way. And that, indeed, it will not only be for the benefit of us, but also for the benefit of others, because that is why you give us wealth. May your name be glorified. May your name be praised. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 